Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into a pregame, pretty much, episodes. We've got Monday Night Football this week. Uh, it's another edition of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the City of Islands, episode number 595. KB coming to you live, hashtag bars, from Underground Studios. And joining me via the Pitts Cave, as he does pretty much every single Sunday into Monday episode, the man, the myth, the legend, the people's champ, the host with the most, Mr. Patty Pitts. It's popping, my dude. What's up, all my Philly peeps? It's good to be back and talking about a good football team. Didn't see that today at all. So uh, it's nice. It's nice to be back. We'll dive into the NFLs. We don't have any Eagles to talk about just yet. We'll be recapping the game on Wednesday show with myself and Matt uh, with Eagles Seahawks on Monday Night Football. But we'll talk about everything leading up to it because we had some wild news dropped by Mr. Jay Glazer this morning. Uh, we'll talk some baseball. We'll talk some uh, basketball, some Sixers, some Flyers. We'll talk a little Christmas music So we're a week away from the Crazy. big day. Um we will also uh, get into Pitsy's power rankings, and we'll also, as we do on this edition of every show, spin the wheel. Let's spin that wheel. I Pitsy's, can't wait to spin the wheel. Pitsy's I on love... a heater. He's on a two I'm on a win. heater, He's bro. on a two-game prediction streak. I'm, it's That's just what the champ does. I'm sorry. It's just, so we'll talk just, about all that and tings. more. <laughs> Uh, but before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads. We are trying to be way more active on Threads. There's value in it. We are there. Go follow us there. Uh, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. You can follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and Threads. You can follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and Threads. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast in audio form. Leave a five-star rating and review. It really does go a long way for helping us hit new milestones, helps more people find the show in general as a whole, and helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia. Who doesn't want to grow our fan base? Who doesn't want to grow the fan base? And, I, you know, as we always do, we look at the charts a little bit at this section because it's when it updates. Uh, top end's just firmly entrenched on the soccer charts in Greece. They're in the top 200 for, like, I think three weeks running now um, over there in Greece. So shout out to our big, fat Greek following of our soccer podcast. And this week on the Get in the Hole podcast, uh, they hit the charts in Sweden, number 54 on the golf charts wow. in Sweden. And wow. number 129 highest ranking 
uh, right now 169, nice, uh, on the golf podcast charts in Great Britain. Oh, our, our little peeps over across the pond. We are worldwide Ooh. on our podcast. So global. Big shout baby. out to them. And keep global. subscribing. You keep subscribing. You'll see our podcasts on the charts. Uh, leave a five-star rating and review. Like I said, it really does go a long way for helping the show continue to grow. Helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia as a whole. And that's what we want for this show. We want it to be your go-to Philly Sports Hub. And subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week. You get full video episodes of every show on our network. Clips, live streams, shorts, original video content. It's all on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We are currently at 678 subscribers. We need to get to 700 before the big old ball drops on New Year's Eve, which means 22 more of you need to subscribe. That's all it is. Let's all keep it, it rolling because then we're in we're in good swings to get to a thousand subscribers in 2024, which is, as the kids say, as Pitsy and I say, massive. It's massive. It, so go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Be a friend. <clears throat> tell a friend. Click that bell icon so you know when videos go live uh, on the channel and new videos are up to watch. And of course, smash the like button and uh, comment down below your thoughts on everything we talk about on the episode. And this podcast is presented by the city of Vineland, our awesome hometown. And the city of Vineland municipal calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the city of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. And through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city vineland new jersey where it's always growing season and big thank you to security 21 security systems and paul j gillespie incorporated for their continued support of this podcast pitsy i gotta start the show off with a big old congratulations to the original producer of underground sports philadelphia a lifelong friend we've been friends pretty much since birth uh the man the myth the legend he played drums with the killers not once but twice and was an he's an OG of Underground Sports Philadelphia. That is my best friend, my good friend Tyler Steinbrun, married to his now wife, Grace. This weekend, uh, awesome ceremony. It was a blast. It's weird seeing your childhood friends get married um, mm. because it's like one of those things where it's like we were filming YouTube videos trying to be the next jackass when we were twelve, and now here you are being a whole ass adult. But it was great. It's so weird. Tyler did the most Tyler Steinbrenn thing where um, when they were putting the rings on their fingers, he accidentally had his wife put the ring on the wrong finger at first, wrong hand, I should say. Um, and then it proceeded to almost get stuck on wrong finger during ceremony, which was hilarious. And I turned to my buddy and said, this is the most Tyler thing to ever happen at Tyler's wedding. I could have That's ever imagined. so funny. That's a funny, that's, that's hilarious. hilarious. Uh, so two weekends in a row, we've had underground sports weddings where Dom got married last weekend, Tyler this weekend. Cheers to my boys. They are pretty much family through and through. And 
it was great to to hang out with the boys and you know grace now legally by by the the court of law a member of the family um but tyler's the best he's been there through it all and um just cool seeing your your friends live out dreams that they have for themselves and seeing him tie the knot and being there was special so shout out to the boy congratulations to tyler and grace on their wedding pitsy how how we doing how we living i know you were off last week because the eagles played sunday night football so i had to record in the wee hours of the night uh, oh yeah no i was dead asleep at that point uh i slept last week for 14 hours so yeah i'm jealous man i'm jealous yeah we uh we're doing well uh you know we're busy not only slinging the fish but also busy with recording wrestling is popping off right now it's royal rumble season so i got rumbles constantly on a screen to get me hyped for it and kyle i want to i don't know if i introduced you the introduced you to this last year but we do a rumble pool every year where you get 10 people each person gets three numbers you have those three numbers for both rumbles men and women's and then whatever number wins the rumble, you take the pot. We did it in college. It makes watching it so much fun. Interesting. I think you did tell me about this last year a little bit. We've been doing it. Fully understand it, but yeah. But oh, I love I love the rumble. I love this wrestling kick that we're on. CM Punk's back. And it helps me distract myself from how awful the Patriots are. So, you know, it's a, it's a win-win. Luckily, around. we don't have to worry about bad football here in Philadelphia. No, or do really we? Don't. Uh, oh, let's talk some oh, birds. It's brought to you by our it. awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company, the best in the game. Get your Philly dog shirts. Get your Eagles gear now because as of this recording the philadelphia eagles have officially clinched a spot in the 2023-2024 playoffs we're going to the playoffs yet again every year under nick sirianni we've been to the playoffs let's ride every year jalen hurts has been a starter for the eagles we've been to the playoffs that's what i'm talking about baby gear up for the postseason gear up for sixers flyers get your phillies merch now Eagles, Union, and of course, Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast franchise merch. Most comfortable hoodies Pitsy and I own, and we're not just saying that. They are so warm, perfect for this time of year when you're cozy, turn on the fireplace, watching football. Put on an Underground Sports Philadelphia hoodie. It's good for the soul. And when you when you fill up your cart, get everything that you need to gear up, because it's never too late to treat yourself. It's the holiday season. Sometimes you just need a little something, something for yourself. Do something for the fam. Go to phiapparel.co, and when you go to check out, use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all merch orders. It is the most effective and direct way to support us here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. So go get your merch when you get it. Tag us in the post when you're wearing your merch. Tweet it at us. We'll repost it. We'll share it on our social channels as will PHI Apparel Company. That's phiapparel.co, and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. Pitsy, I, I woke up this morning as we were taking our family Christmas pictures today for our Christmas cards, and um, one Jay Glazer dropped quite the... Is it a yeah, glaze this is bomb? something. Is it a glaze yeah. bomb? No, this a glazer. Like I think a glazer is just a good word. 
he he glazed the timeline if you will <laughs> this wasn't glazed this was marinated uh so jay glazer reported that well well first it came out that sean desai was no longer going to be uh calling plays on the defense and he was going to well he was going to be moving up to the booth and, and being the defensive play caller from the booth and then more and more comes out jay glazer like ripped the band-aid off and said the philadelphia eagles during the week replaced defensive coordinator sean desai with matt patricia and Matt Patricia would be calling the plays and coaching the defense and communicating with the green dot, which is your linebacker or your captain who's communicating the plays uh, and has the headset in the helmet to your defense. And Sean Desai would be moving up to the box in a new role with the team. And he, does, is Sean Desai becoming the new Matt Patricia? Because that's exactly what happened to him in New England. I did say like that series. That was what you're describing was Matt Patricia to a T. And I was Sean Desai. So here's, here's where this really all starts. Pitsy. This all stems back to that bum, that loser, that TikTok attention span, having Jonathan Gannon. It all, it all. Because if Jonathan Gannon was focused on the Eagles winning a Super Bowl instead of interviewing and having side piece conversations with the Arizona Cardinals, we wouldn't be in this mess. But instead, this all happens. Vic Fangio then goes to the Miami Dolphins to become their defensive coordinator. And we are left with the scraps to replace. Jonathan Gannon's bum, fraudulent ass as our defensive coordinator. And who does who gets recommended? None other than a Vic Fangio disciple who, newsflash, they stink in the NFL. Uh, because who who's another notable uh, Vic Fangio disciple, Pitsy? Oh, that's right. Recently fired Brandon Staley. Oh! Oh, that's terrible. So, Sean Desai. That's awful. Uh, arguably, the Eagles have had the worst third down defense of my entire existence this year. Actually, yeah. I've, 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 here's some here's some stats for you when it comes to the oh, Eagles' I love defense. Stats. Philadelphia ranks 23rd in total yards surrendered per contest, 353.9, and 28th in points allowed per game, 24.7. Entering Sunday, the team ranked second and eighth last year, respectively, with Jonathan Gannon there up until the Super Bowl when he just was not focused on winning the okay. ultimate prize of the NFL. The Eagles have given up an average of 37.5 points per game in their last two games uh, to the 49ers and Cowboys. They have also had the worst third down defense in the NFL. Like, they simply cannot get off the field at all whatsoever. And apparently it is now week 15 is the time to make the change to Matt Patricia. Yeah, that's perfect. That is, dude. That's a. I don't know. I don't like that. I, I the chance getting a feeling. I love the conspiracy theory of why uh, Darius Slay 
he's got his knee surgery. Oh my god, dude, that <laughs> is that is long term storytelling to a T. Oh my god, imagine. I I it wouldn't put it past him, and I love Darius Slay. I, love I hate Slay. Matt Patricia. I hate Matt Patricia. So I would get surgery to avoid him. I um I was blown away by this news because this is a move that is very it feels very panicky it feels very uh trigger happy it feels very like obviously something had to change and like at this point like Sean Desai is no shot coming back as defensive coordinator next year like you don't do this mid-season in his first year as your DC and it's like oh yeah everything's great come on back he's gone like this is effectively firing Sean Desai like, would you agree? Like, soft. there's it no shot that there's no shot you can bring a guy no. back after this. No, you can't bring a guy back after you relegated him with three, two week, two or three weeks left in the season, right before you're about to make a playoff push. Not a push, but get ready for the playoffs. It's very weird. It's a very weird move to do, and not one that I would expect the Eagles to do. No, like, it's very uncharacteristic of the Eagles. Um, I mean, Matt Patricia, the hiring was very weird this offseason, too. It was like he was Bizarre. hired, then he wasn't hired, and then he was Bizarre. hired again. And then he's just been in the shadows, like hiding as like a defensive uh, like assistant type of thing. Um, I mean, can it get much worse than what it's been? Honestly, I don't think so. The Eagles are, are terrible in the back seven. Um, the... The defense has just not been good, and I know a lot of people have complained about the offense, myself included. Um, but when your defense is giving up points and points and points and points, and then they're on the field time and time again, it's clear you're not putting your players in the best position to succeed. No. No, you're not. And it's just been mind-numbing to watch this team give up a third and 24 against the Cowboys last week. That was convert. abysmal. That was that was third and really seven, third move. and eight, and teams are converting or they get close enough in range to a fourth and one, fourth and two in a situation where it makes sense for them to go on fourth down, and then they convert on fourth down. Like something had to change. Um I'm intrigued to see how this works. Apparently players were voicing opinions this whole week, and it's not like a negative narrative thing, like uh, a story came out this week that the Eagles secondary asked to scheme the defense themselves, which was kind of like a red flag in terms that's a of red flag. Desai, yeah, that's a red flag, anything. but I mean, at least they're what trying can go something. Wrong? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, what can go wrong? What Seriously, what couldn't go wrong at that point if they're going to scheme their own defense? At least they're the ones seeing it, and if it's an improvement, I don't know. We love a power outage. What happened? Uh, apparently, it's like fucking pouring down rain here, and the power <clears throat> failed. Oh, jeez. I saw my... Did you hear me say I saw? I just saw my lights flicker. No. <laughs> yeah, my lights flickered down here, and then the Wi-Fi just shut off. <laughs> no, you were doing this, and then froze. Yeah, my lights flickered, and then my Wi-Fi proceeded to turn Oh, jeez. So, yeah, I mean, it's a very weird move by the Eagles. It's 
I, I wonder if this means Nick Sirianni's going to like change things on the offense too cuz the offense has been dog water. I talked about that last week's episode after the Cowboys game like it's just so mechanical and chunky and blech and predictable and just trying yeah. to make things happen down the field rather than short passing plays as well and using the middle of the field. It's just it drives me nuts. Yeah, but when I saw no this news, I was like this is so unprecedented by the Eagles <laughs> that like I think it's pre- unprecedented in the NFL. When have you ever seen a team week 15? It happened again. Power outage? Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. There we go. There we We're go. back. Dude, I'm freaking. I'm, I'm seeing you in two different places. That was okay. I don't know what just happened there either. Um. Did your power go out out or no? Like the Wi-Fi just like went to a different thing. I'm gonna refresh my window though real quick. Okay. And we're back. What a time! What a time! What a time! Um, uh, you were saying <laughs> forever. We're breaking the fourth wall here. Uh, it is horrifically downpouring in South Jersey right now, and uh, my power keeps going wonky. So. If there's any goofs and gaffs, it's because of that. But Pitsy, you were saying it was unprecedented for, yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, You were saying it's unprecedented by anybody. I think it's been unprecedented by anybody in NFL history in this stage and where the Eagles are, playoff clincher or playoff spot clinched, and you're going to change personnel and coaching this late into the season. That's a recipe for disaster. Like, just, I, I, I'm worried. I'm worried for yeah. you guys. It's, um, it's very, this is fine, dog. Oh, 100%, this is fine, dog. Absolutely. I mean, it just feels like that burning around you, but it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's this warm is in fine. here. It's, it's warm in here. It just, it really is mind-blowing that it happens now. And, like, sure. Is Matt Patricia going to look good as the de facto defensive coordinator down the stretch playing against potentially the Drew Locke-led Seahawks, uh, Danny Cutlets twice, and Jonathan Gannon's Arizona Cardinals? Yes. Well, it's going to be Tommy DeVito. Yeah, Tommy Cutlets. Oh, Tommy Cutlets. My bad. My bad. You said Danny Cutlets. Oh, I might have. Okay. Same, Same guy. Tomato potato. Um... Is he going to look good playing against those four teams and coaching against those four teams? Absolutely, compared to what Sean Desai was going up against in the Cowboys twice, the Dolphins, the Bills, the Chiefs, the 49ers. Sure. Yeah. But, like, there were some games this year with Sean Desai that, like, both Washington games, and there's been so many games this year for the Eagles, too, that have been one-score games that shouldn't have been one-score games. Mm-hmm. I mean – Look at last year, and I'm not comparing last year's team to this year. Things change, different personnel, different coaches. But, like, the Eagles haven't handily beaten a team this year since probably that Dolphins game. And, like, they were handily beating the Cowboys until the very end when they let them in. But, again, that's a defensive issue. The defensive Um, issue. It's back to the root of the problem. The last time the Eagles handily beat a team was October 22nd against the Dolphins when they won 31-17 on Sunday Night Football. Oh. 
And then they beat the Rams time. by nine. They beat the Buccaneers by 14. Um, again, they were beating the Vikings handily and then let them back in the game late early on in the season. But, like, three-point win against the Commanders in overtime. Uh, Five-point win against the Patriots. It's week one, so it's a little different. But, um, you know, you lost to the Jets. You beat the Commanders by a touchdown. You beat the Cowboys by five. You beat the Chiefs by four. You beat the Bills by three in overtime. Uh, and then you get blown out in back-to-back weeks by the 49ers and the Cowboys and look absolutely atrocious. And then everybody terrible. starts to question, are the Eagles for real? Can they beat a good team? And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, we weren't going to go undefeated in that stretch we were in. And genuinely, like, we, we got weren't. lucky to beat the Bills. We got lucky to beat the Chiefs. And something had to be fixed. You're not going to fix your personnel this late in the season, so why not try to switch something up? And, I mean, Matt, it's not like Matt Patricia's coming in from the outside to do all of this. He's been around the team since training camp, um, so he knows the personnel at least to a degree. Am I excited yes, about the, the the thought of Matt Patricia being our defensive coordinator? Absolutely not, because what is my what will always be my number one lasting image of Matt Patricia it's Super Bowl 52. I'm gifting it, you a Super Bowl? Yeah, that would be a great image of a lasting image. Like, that is that is but, my Matt Patricia, like, everlasting image is him looking up the scoreboard with the touchdown graphic at the bottom and him just being beside himself. I don't know what to expect from him. Uh, I swear... <laughs> You want to make a you want you want to know a fun comparison for me when you compare like athletes and stuff it. to cartoons. Matt Let's Patricia's Doodle Bob. Oh, oh, he uh, yeah he is. Not only yeah, for like... for the giant pencil. Oh. But... I went annoying. I didn't even go to the pencil. He's supposed just... to be this rocket scientist and know-all genius, and he says a whole lot of nothing. Like, he's Professor Calamitous. He just does, like... Do you remember Professor Calamitous? Oh, uh, I was just show? talking uh, to our good pal and host of the Get in the Hole podcast, Stephen McAvoy, about Professor Calamitous earlier this week. I have a Dude. picture of him saved in my phone. <laughs> that's hilarious i i there are days where i feel like professor calamitous sometimes where i just don't finish something or whatever but like that just feels like matt patricia's entire nfl stint and like i kind of just don't pay attention to his time with the lions because the lions didn't really have defensive talent either when he was there. no that was no that's no no you can't that was a co- head coaching issue, not him being a defensive mind issue. Right, Agreed. and, like, there. should he have been a head coach? Who knows? And, like, he didn't That's really have here. the personnel to, like, showcase, really. Um, and Dan Campbell got gifted a prime opportunity, and that's why he's a, a thriving head coach thriving right now. Thriving right now. But, like, I don't know what to expect. Is it? Am I happier that it's happening at this point in the season in terms of the opponents we have left to one – we have playoff spot clinch, but clinch the division, be the first back-to-back division winner in the fucking NFC East since 2003-2004 when the Eagles did it, uh, and then wow. lock up that number one seed? Yes, because you look at everyone else that's fighting for that number one seed. 
Shall I go through the Cowboys schedule the rest of the way? Pitsy is a huge job by the Buffalo Bills today. Shout out to the Bills. That was a big win Bills by Mafia, the Mafia. Big ups. The Mafia um, with a big win. Big win there. Here's the Cowboys schedule the rest of the way, Pitsy. They, uh, on Christmas Eve, they go to Miami. That's to a take tough on game. Tua and potentially Tyreek Hill being back. He'll be back, yeah. Then December 30th, they're home against the Detroit Lions. Not a walk in the park. No. And you know what's good about that game? It's a dome. Who plays better in a dome this year than he does outdoors? Jared Goff. My dude. And then they have to go on the road to that dog water stadium that is FedEx Field and take on the Washington Washington Commanders the last game of the season. Oh, and that's not in the – yeah, the Commanders suck, but that's not a not game. An game. That's not an easy game. It's a division rival. They want to play spoiler, and they want to kick your ass. And like, it's potentially Ron Rivera's last game. Yeah. Fuck that, by the way. You don't fire the riverboat like that, but that's not here and there. They're going to fight for everything they have in that last game of the season. That is not a cakewalk schedule. That's a team like, where guys all. are fighting for their jobs next year. No, yeah, a thousand percent. And then that's not to throw in the backups. Here's the 49ers schedule the rest of the way. Okay. Christmas Christmas night, right after the Eagles get finished oh, playing Tommy Cutlets, uh, we have the nightcap, which is Ravens at 49ers. That's that's a tough game. Tough game. Who is who is 18 and one in his NFL career against the NFC? Oh, that's right, Lamar Jackson. Oh. Oof. That's not an easy game. Like the no, Ravens could and should win that game. Uh, then on New Year's Eve, the 49ers have to travel across the country and go to that dog water stadium known as FedEx Field and play the Washington Commanders. Oh my God, dude. The Commanders could play spoilers so well. And then they have to go back to Santa Clara because they don't play in San Francisco. Uh, and play against the Los Angeles Rams, who are fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, those are not easy games, man. Meanwhile, who... the Eagles have Seahawks Monday night, Giants on Christmas, Cardinals on New Year's Eve, Giants to end the season. Okay, a little bit easier. The tough Eagles games. The Giants are going to be tough games. The Eagles truly control their own destiny, though. A thousand percent. Like, compared to those other schedules, I would much rather take the Eagles schedule where it is. Oh, a thousand percent. Than have to dude. play Miami, Detroit, Washington, Baltimore, Washington, Rams. Yeah. No, a thousand no percent. I would rather take the Eagles schedule. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, like we mentioned, Darius Slay gets arthroscopic knee surgery this week, too, and he's going to be out for this game against Seattle. The hope is that he's back by the end of the regular season. Um, it seems like the procedure was minor. He even tweeted, like, be back soon. So, like, it doesn't feel too bad, and hopefully that even helps him improve it. And, like, the people talking about Slay, that's his name, by the way. It's not Darius. It's, it's Slay. Um, Slay. The people talking about how he's having, like, a bad season, he's having one of his best seasons in an Eagles uniform. Again, I think part of it has been scheme and where Sean Desai has been scheming this defense to be in a zone defense because he comes from Seattle where they play that Legion of Boom zone defense and 
when you have guys like Bradbury, Slay, when he's healthy, Avante Maddox, um, even Bradley Roby has been good in spots this year. That is a man-to-man roster in terms of defensive scheme that you need to be running with the personnel mm-hmm. the Eagles have. And the fact that they don't do it, the fact that we don't have Slay trailing with C.D. Lamb against the Cowboys both times this year, the fact that he's not trailing with a guy like Stefan Diggs the entire game, uh, you know, in a game like that's upcoming Monday night, I would want Slay if he was playing following DK Metcalf, wherever he goes, following DK Metcalf. Um, It blows my mind that like, that is not the game plan. And maybe Matt Patricia will fix that with James Bradbury with, uh, looks like Kelly Ringo. Philly dogs, get your, get your merch merch. Uh, is going to be filling in for Darius Slay, which outside of that weird Voltron penalty that was called against him last week against the Cowboys, where it was pass interference and a face mask that somehow stacked. Never seen that in my life. I've never seen that either. Um, Usually it's one or the other. He played pretty well, in my opinion. I was pretty impressed uh, by Kelly Ringo, and it's just another George Bulldog that continues to impress for the Eagles. Um... But, you know, you're going to have your, your hands full with Tyler Lockin, DK Metcalf, and Jackson Smith Jigba for that matter, whether it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke playing because Drew Locke can sling the football. Is he always accurate? No, which is why the defense needs to be opportunistic. That's why somebody like Reed Blankenship, Kevin Byard, Bradley Roby, and, and now how good does needs how good to is be. Byard, he's been like – he's had his moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to be opportunistic on defense, especially if Drew Locke is playing, because he's going to sling the ball. He's not going to be afraid to to heave it down the field, and you need to be aware of where the ball is going and come up with interceptions. That's one yeah. thing I think that has been such a huge difference and fall off from last year's defense to this year's defense is the turnovers. The Eagles don't get turnovers this year. Like I don't even remember the last time the Eagles had a big time interception this season like they get they've they've gotten after the quarterback not as much as last year last year was a historic rate like almost broke the 85 bears record type of shit yeah, i do remember that i remember that but like they need to get after the quarterback more which this is a prime opportunity to do it because if i'm not mistaken like jason peters is playing offensive line for the seahawks still um go get after the quarterback create turnovers be an opportunistic defense again and the offense has to be able to move the ball the the seahawks are terrible against the run. They, they even traded for Leonard Williams to try to fix it. That hasn't worked out. If I don't see DeAndre Swift running the ball like nobody's business in this game, I'm going to pull my hair out. I'm going to pull my beard hair out. Yeah, he he had a kind of little fall from fall from grace from the start of the season. I don't know season. why we aren't using him. It blows my mind. The dude is your best running back by far utilize him the reverse calling of the offense where we're throwing on first down and not and running on third down makes me want to bash my head against the wall like harry potter puppet pals angst 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 angst, literally just like drives me crazy run the fucking ball use deandre swift use him in the passing game use dallas goddard in the middle of the field use Devontae smith and aj brown in the middle of the field and for the love of christ brian johnson when it's third down and say third and seven let's not pass the ball three yards ahead of the line of scrimmage and think that that's going to get you a first down yeah, you move the ball it. past the fucking first down marker it's not hard 
It really isn't that. It's hard. not rocket science. Ask Matt Patricia. He'll if, tell yeah, you, it, dude. He he'll tell you he's dealt with worse. Good yeah. grief! It may, it drives me insane. Also, the fact that this game got flexed to Monday night and it's potentially going to be Marcus Mariota versus Drew Locke is what the NFL deserves. Oh, a thousand percent. First off, you bumped the Monday night game. Not only that, but it was a Patriots game. You don't bump the Patriots from primetime television. This is what you get. And going on, Kyle, I don't want to sound like a Patriots, Tom Brady biased guy, but Tom Brady might have had the best quote to sum up the season of how mediocre the NFL has been this season. And it shows with the records. And there's a lot, like, I know, it, it. there's been so much mediocrity in the NFL this year that it just mid, like, there's no stars coming out of just, like, across the board. They're just, it's really just flat. I don't know. It is, it's one of those things that, like, I get flexing a, Three and what eleven team now? No offense. Yeah, no. Out I, of prime I, time yeah, and the Chiefs, who have good. not been good this year, like to put it, they've lightly, been mid. They've been mid. What? Um, I get doing that, and it was obviously poised to be a potential playoff matchup of Seahawks Eagles Monday night. But like, this is what they get because apparently Jalen Hurts has an illness. Uh, it's always been on this show and in real life. Fuck the Cowboys. Through and through. Fuck that team. Fuck the organization. Fuck them and their PayPal direct to the refs ass franchise. Apparently, Micah Parsons last week was playing with flu-like symptoms. How that is allowed in a world post-2020 is beyond me. Played in the game. They showed him on the sidelines pregame, and I literally out loud said, he looks like, and this was all due respect, he looked like shit. Like, should not have been anywhere near a football field. And yeah, like the human. Yeah. I get Michael plays for the Cowboys, and he plays up the thing. He loves Philadelphia. Everybody knows that. And, like, I have respect for Micah. He's a talented player. But, brother, you looked like shit. There was no reason for him to be out on that field. And now apparently Jalen Hurts has an illness. Apparently, the Cowboys had 10 guys in their locker room, coaching staff and players, dealing with a stomach bug this week. All of those players played. So next week, Buffalo Bills fans, I want you to know, if your team has illnesses next week, by some chance, it's yeah. because the Dallas Cowboys are patient zero for the NFL stomach flu 2023. Um, Jalen Hurts has an illness. It is very coincidental and very strange to me that whenever the Eagles play on Monday Night Football, Jalen Hurts has an illness. It blows my mind. It's every Monday game. It happened earlier this year against Tampa Bay. He was dealing with a, a stomach bug. Uh, last year, I believe, there was an illness that he was dealing with, and it was a Monday night game. And I think in 2021 as well that happened. It's very strange how Jalen Hurts just hates playing on Monday night football. Um, yeah, I don't know why. To where it makes him sick to his stomach, literally. I... If I have to watch Marcus Mariota play... Dog, I will. I that would be the most hilarious. Jalen traveled thing. in a separate charter this week to avoid getting everyone else sick because well, his illness got worse leader. overnight. I if I have to watch Marcus Mariota play while we were trying to lock up the one seed. <laughs> 
Yeah, but what if he what if he does it? What if he's him? But here's the thing. He could I could do see that. a nonsense came from him. That's I the thing. don't I can see want to hear nonsense. and see the bullshit that will arise oh, on okay. Philly Sports Twitter. And if you're still following accounts like the WIP Midday Show or following these aggregate accounts like ML Football, who I'll get to in a minute, please just check who you're following and subscribe to Underground Sports Philadelphia where you're going to get the true shit keeping it real 110% of the time, every time, and twice on Sundays. The people that will clamor to bench Jalen Hurts if Marcus Mariota ends up playing in this game and plays well, I will not have the sanity to deal with it. No, that that's a level of stupid even I Because people will with. say, oh, look at Jeff Garcia in 2006. Oh, look at Nick Foles in 2017. Look at Nick Foles in 2018. I will gouge my eyeballs out with a watermelon baller. Satire. It's so different. It's so different. It's such a different situation. Like, these were, well, one, well, the one I know is Wentz was actually down with a season-ending injury, so it's you're stuck with what you're stuck with. 06, was that an injury to McNabb that he was hurt? Uh, Yes. All right, so then injury. This is an illness, and it's one week. Jalen Hurts didn't injure himself, you know, actually. All right, he's just dealing with something that would just keep him out a week. And I just kind of want to go off your thing. Is the ML, you know what? Bring up the ML football thing before I bring this so up. So, ML football I thing. I, I need to address all of my, my fellow pals who some of you subscribe to this show, and if, if you don't, you should. Talking that, that good, good, sweet talk on the old Facebook machine, on the old Zuck page. Mm -hmm. The ML football video that came out talking about Jalen Hurts doing the fumble drills this week in practice and how A.J. Brown had a, a meeting with everybody. I want everyone to sit back and relax and realize oh, where some of these quotes uh, came from. They came from Craig Carton. Craig Carton, radio host. There's your first red flag. In New York, second red Another flag. Another one. Formerly worked in Philadelphia. Hates the city of Philadelphia. Was talking about this on his New York radio show. Now, Pitsy, why do I hate radio so much now? And why am yeah, I very wow. pro-podcast? Well, because, Pitts, in, in recent years, sports radio in particular has gone away from caring about who their talent is on air, who that's who you should be tuning in to listen to. You want to hear what the hosts have to say. You want to hear what uh, the people who are collecting a paycheck every single week mm -hmm. to, to talk about. They've drifted away from that, and they have solely centered in on just doing whatever it takes to get people to call into the station and talk about what's on their mind regarding mm -hmm. a subject that's presented to the audience. Well, if I wanted to listen to Chuck from Mount Airy or Butch from Maniunk or uh, whoever, I'd want to listen to their show. Correct. But if I'm tuning in to a radio show, 
I'm tuning in because I want to hear who is allegedly supposed to be hosting the show, not what these callers have to say. I've been I've been clean from sports radio for years now. I have not listened to sports radio and IOTA unless I was driving home from a Phillies game and the boys, Jack Fritz and James Seltzer, were hosting Phillies postgame. That's the only time I would turn on sports radio. Makes sense, yeah. Every other time, I do not care. Like, I am clean from sports radio. It's a joke. It has turned into the most gimmicky hack thing. Like, the amount of times that people call into a radio station now, like Chuck from Mount Airy, uh, Butch from Maniunk, they should all be collecting paychecks from these radio stations. Well, they're actually putting... They're the ones producing the content. Exactly. Not the these radio hosts. And it blows my mind that people are still following some of these radio shows, still following some of these radio hosts, because they are absolutely terrible at their jobs. All they're doing is trying to engagement farm on social yeah, media. Yeah, it's all, you know, it's, it's all for clips. It's all for clicks. And they say whatever they want because they know they're going to get the click. And then the people are going to duke it out in the comment section. All they did was just pretty much throw a grenade and run. The midday show at WIP used to that account used to follow me on Twitter because James Seltzer used to be the producer of that mm-hmm. show before they all shifted to the morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out a poll about like vegetables or something. I'm like, we're we're mid Eagle season, we're in the yeah. height of a Sixers team performing well. The Flyers are playing well, but WIP doesn't care about the Flyers. We do, and we're talking about vegetables. So I quote tweeted and I said, sports, exclamation point. To which then the new salty producer who is just trying way too hard, buddy, just take a deep breath and relax. Um, he's trying way too hard to just like be an engagement farmer and, and be the contrarian. Uh, mm-hmm. And proceeded to just unfollow me from that account. So very funny that they, they can't take a joke and are so serious about their vegetables. They love the food pyramid at WIP, apparently. Apparently more than the sports that they actually should be covering. But It's a, it's a joke, and it's why you see people leaving sports radio all the time now and starting their own podcast because the, the shtick of callers is pathetic, and that's why we don't have callers on this show. <laughs> nope. There's no going to find calls on this show. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be that, that. But back to the to to the carton thing. People believing, and the, this is a whole other issue. But people believing just because there's a verified check that it's actual news is fucking hilarious to me. And talking about how oh Jalen hurts and the Eagles had a closed door meeting and practicing fumbling drills and blah blah blah. Yeah, you got to fucking practice fumbling drills. The Eagles have been fumbling way too much. It's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I, and don't I, I bet if if you're at your job and you were asked to do something that you uncharacteristically did to work on it, you wouldn't have a big old smile on your face doing it either. No, there are a lot of things in my job that I, I don't have a smile on my face doing. So the uh, people talking about Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. and him having like a, a disappointed look on his face during fumble drills, shut the fuck up. Just shut Seriously. the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. You're just watching clips because you have TikTok brain and have such a short attention span. And you read a caption from an account that has a check mark and think that that's verified that's news. actual news. That's news. Get a grip. 
learn learn the sports media space that an ML football account, the the JPA football, Dove Climbing, they're all aggregate accounts. They're all out here just trying to get engagement. They're they're not here to present actual news. They are the sports radio of social media. Ignore them. They're not real. It's like Tiffany Gomez on the plane. Those motherfuckers right there are not are real. real. No, they're none of, none of what you see on sports radio is real. So stop Alpha believing style. these aggregate accounts. Um, but we'll see what happens with the Eagles. Hopefully it's not a disaster on Monday Night Football because the Eagles have lost seven straight games to the Seattle Seahawks. So Oh, we can't have we can't make it eight. We can't make it eight. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, before we continue, Pitsy, uh, we were talking pre-show that, you know, we're a week away from the, the big day of Santa Claus coming to town. And you were talking about Christmas music and how you couldn't get into listening to it on your own. Can't. But we were talking. I, I played Santa Claus is coming to town, the Philadelphia Eagles version for you. Banger. And Banger. we said, why not? make a tier list of Christmas songs. And this is a generated tier list of songs um, that are available to the masses. We are using what is on this tier list. We made our own tiers and we're going to rank these. And it is brought to you by our awesome pals over at Tomahawk shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game from sunglasses to blue light glasses to prescription lenses and ski goggles. Tomahawk shades has you covered for a quality product, best eyewear in the game, for a fraction of the price of the big eyewear companies. Go fill up your carts. Go get those bad boys. Sunglasses protect your eyes when you're outside. Get your blue light glasses to protect your eyes when you're watching football, basketball, hockey, whatever it may be. While you're inside, and if you're going skiing, you got to get them ski goggles as well. You got to get the goggles. When you go to check out, whether it's TomahawkShades.com or in the Tomahawk Shades app that you can download in the App Store or Google Play. Use code USP at checkout for 25% off your order. That's promo code USP at checkout at TomahawkShades.com or in the Tomahawk Shades app for 25% off your order. We've got our tier list here. This is the first time we're doing a tier list on this show. True, I think it is. In yeah. real time. Um, so we are going to share the screen here. And we've got a list of songs that we will go through. And uh, we've got, for people just listening on audio, we've got the list here. It goes from top to bottom, certified banger, to put it on your Christmas party playlist, to wouldn't mind hearing it at the mall, to can only listen to once on the radio, and the very bottom, simply not it. Pixie. I like that. I like simply not it. Simply okay. not it. Simply not it. We've got it. the songs here for everybody. We'll start. We'll just we'll just go in order, pretty much. Um, this one is a Charlie Brown Christmas. All of the songs. Um, to me, that's a certified banger. You've got yeah. I'd go one of the first two. Banger or on your Christmas playlist? I think it's a banger because it's all the songs too, and then you get the Charlie Brown Christmas. Christmas time is here. It's like soothing. Okay. 
banger. Uh, yes, yeah, that's a good one. You, you convince me. You convince me. Next up, we got the queen of Christmas herself. All I want for Christmas is you. Oh, do I have to put a certified banger? I think it's I'm a certified just, banger. It is certified banger. Forgets played that often. It means Black Friday. You know what that means. Mariah Carey's rising from the ashes. I mean, it was Phoenix. played at both wintertime weddings I was at these past two weekends. So it's pretty good. It's transcending. Uh, a wonderful Christmas time. One mind hearing it. Uh, no, put it on the playlist. I would say playlist. put it on the playlist. Playlist. Because you need to have that at every Christmas party you go to. Uh, baby, it's cold outside. Simply not it. Um, <laughs> Kyle, here's the thing. Um, I think that is a great use of simply not it because it was it, but not in 2023. We're going to add a row below. Mm, okay. Real time adding. I like blackout this. row. It's going to move here. This is the simply not it. We got to change the color there back to mm -hmm. green and simply not it. We actually got to change the color here so we can actually see the words. That'll be a gray and that's going to be canceled. Yeah, we got to put canceled there because uh, he's he is doing some master manipulation in that song. Um, just just can't do it anymore. Just you can't be a thing. Let's move on to another certified banger, though, shall we? Carol of the Bells. Trans-Siberian Orchestra only. It, there's that one. There is the uh, Ding Fries Are Done. Ding Fries ding, Are Done. Ding Fries Are Done. Ding Fries Are Done. Oh, God, <laughs> Would you like an apple pie with that? I, I work at Burger King, making flavor whoppers. I make paper hats. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Carol the oh, Bells is a banger. It. Plus the, the Christmas commercial version for the cars. Oh, those are good. Oh, such a banger. Those the rock and roll version. Oh, love it. Uh, Carol the Bells arguably might be my number one Christmas song of all time. Oh, it's not mine. I'll tell Feliz you, mine's on this list. Feliz Navidad. I think that's a certified uh, banger as well. We have a lot of certified bangers. We do. I mean, there's a lot of certified banger Christmas songs, but we're also there not are. all the way through the list. Or is it a Christmas party playlist? Because it is kind of like one of those like brain worms where like it just gets stuck in your head. It just yeah. It it's no go playlist because it kids once it gets stuck in your head, then you're just like walking around just like Feliz Navidad, Philippe's not your dad, you know just. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> That's what I, I was walking oh out work the other day, God. just going, just Philippe's not your dad. Philippe's not your dad. That's unreal. Uh, <laughs> Frosty the Snowman. Uh, I, I'm going to go one mine here at the mall. I agree. It's good. I, it's not the, yeah. It is a mall type of song. It's a mall and movies type yeah. of song where you, uh, you're happy you listen to it, but yeah frozen like the movie oh god i can't listen to this one anymore let it go let's let it go into you know put in the party playlist because you know if you hear that song but here's my thing okay is it a christmas song well now you got my mind a pretzel it's now simply just, not it it's not a Christmas song. Frozen's not a Christmas movie. Just because there's snow. 
does not mean it's a Christmas. I kind of love us just categorizing anything with snow as a Christmas movie. Like, <laughs> I there's like a difference crack. between there's a difference between like Die Hard being a Christmas movie and Frozen being a Christmas movie. What's more of a Christmas movie, Die Hard or Frozen? That's, Die Hard. I haven't seen either. So um. Iron Man three is more of a Christmas movie than Frozen. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Frozen, simply not it. Uh, we got to put it. You can listen it. to Let It Go in July, and it has the same effect. I think it would have even more of an effect. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm, Grandma I'm, got I'm, run over by a reindeer. You put that on Certified Banger immediately. That song, that song slaps so hard. Uh, now they're drinking too much eggnog. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not it. Not a Christmas song. Not a Christmas song in my book. He uh, broke the he broke into caught your hair. That is that is a Shrek song more than a Christmas song. That is the best that's one of the best Shrek songs. I what are we doing? Happy Christmas parentheses war is over. And so this is Christmas. Um, I think this is a radio. Yeah, radio. Because that's all I'm really listening to it on. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. That is. Have yourself. That's a banger. That's, that's a, a banger. That's a staple. No, that's a, that's a staple. Yeah. Hot Chocolate, which is the song from hot, the Polar Express. Hot Chocolate. I'd put that in two playlist because you need a song at a party to like get the crowd going and also it's a movie it's a song about hot chocolate well it's polar express christmas movie boom uh in the bleak midwinter i feel like that's a mall song that's a mall song 100 percent mall song uh it's beginning to look a lot like christmas it's beginning to look a lot like christmas i think it's a playlist yeah yeah, because maybe we'll do it. So yeah, okay. Yeah, like, I'm in. It's it's a more than once rotation, and you want to hear it more than just going to the mall and hearing it. And you want to hear other people do it because yeah. you have like the OG version, you have Bublé's version. So uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I'm having I'm having trouble where to put it. I think you need to put it on every playlist. It needs to be on every playlist. Because it's a banger, but like, I don't know. It's not. There are others that are more of a banger. It's just the best version. The one I'm thinking of, the Andy Williams, is the best version of it. I don't think it's Uh, the best Christmas song. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas is a banger. That is my favorite Christmas song. (laughs) That's a banger. That is, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only hippopotamus will do. Don't want no doll, no dinky dinker toy. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. Yeah. That's a banger, bro. Uh, Next one is also a banger. It's Jingle Bell Rock. I had a Santa that when you uh, push the button, it would sing jingle oh, yeah, bell sunglasses rock his hips. no mine was just like decked out oh mine has sunglasses and, and like a christmas chain on it 
Oh, that's cooler. That was my like grandma's house Christmas every year. Shop. Yeah. Um, Jingle Ball Rock is a banger. There's so many banger. iterations of it, including the Electric Mayhem from the Muppets version. Heat, absolute heat. Muppets, they they, that's a banger. They Christmas deliver movies. Oh yes. Uh, Last Christmas. I feel like that's a mall yeah, song. That's a mall one. That's a that's like a mall staple. Oh yeah. Uh, Let it snow. Mall. It's just it's yeah. That's a very mall song. Doesn't little, do it for me. Little Saint Nick. He's the little Saint Nick. Little, little Saint, Saint Nick. Nick. I, like it's I think playlist. it's a playlist. Yeah, a playlist. Uh, Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? That's a car. With your baby boy, one day rule a nation. Yeah, that's can only listen once on the radio. Uh, Michael Bublé, just him. Yeah, you put him at the top of the goddamn list. He's a bad dude. Every he is Mr. Christmas. If there's a holy trinity of Christmas, it's Santa, Michael Bublé, and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That's incredible. <laughs> it's just a fact. It's a fact of life. Uh, the Nutcracker Suite. Like Mall. I don't. Let's not it's like a, a once on the radio. Okay. I'll do that one too. Uh, Pentatonix Christmas albums. They're good. They're good. I think you. I don't think they're bangers. All of them are. They're good. They have one, the 12 Days of Christmas one, where yeah. they mix like three songs together. I have that one on my playlist. That's my favorite one out of all of them. So are they playlists or are they mall? I'd go mall because there's more, like all of them, and you're not going to put all of them on your playlist. Uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. That's a banger. That's a banger. It's rocking around Christmas tree. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. My favorite Christmas movie. That is, I mean, he's the holy tree. He's part of the. He's part of the trinity for it's a reason. Valid. It's valid. Uh, Santa baby. Okay, I'm gonna make an argument. This could also be canceled. Ooh. It's very, very persuasive. Like Santa baby, like very, like trying to just sexualize herself to get what she wants i don't know i just throw it out there i wouldn't be surprised in a few years that's canceled i'm up i think for now it's going want. on the playlist yeah i think one day it'll be canceled interesting take let us know in the youtube comment section uh next is a certified banger santa claus come to town you have to have it on there especially philadelphia eagles version it will make yeah. you want to run through a brick wall uh, Silver Bells, that is very much a mall song. Mall song. Uh, Sleigh Ride. Uh, I love the Kenny G version. I think it's a playlist. That's a playlist or mall. Uh, the Chipmunk song, Christmas Don't Be Late. I'm in the minority here where I love it, but... I do, too. I, it's I the enjoy chipmunks the chipmunks. voice. It's the voice. You can't listen to that more than once. You're going bananas. I think it's a mall. Uh, it comes on in the mall. You're like, ah, oh, chipmunks. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I think that's a good medium right there. Uh, The Christmas song 
chestnuts roasting on an open open fire. fire. These nuts roasting Roasting on your nose. (laughs) You tight tots being sung by a choir. Oh, I can go on. Um, It's not a, I don't know. I would go, I'd go. No. Is it a mall? But it's like better than a mall. It's better than a mall. It's not a banger. It's a playlist. Fair. Polar Express. That's the way we do it on the Polar Express. Uh, Mall. Yeah. It's going to make you want to go home and watch the movie. Underneath the tree. Yeah, you can Don't know put that in Simply that Not It. Uh, we'll put it on the radio because at least it's got Christmas elements. True. Uh, White Christmas. Like, ma, it just it's doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for me. Winter Wonderland. Playlist. And I'm not really in it. A certified banger. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. Grinch. So there it is. The tier list. Is there. We will post this everywhere to let everyone know what the true bangers of the Christmas season are. Yeah. Because you need to know for your Christmas party. When you have host your Party, Christmas Eve, good stuff. You, you know, know you, you gotta Eve know what year. songs to be spinning on the tunes and everything. It's, it's you an need important to know. facet of the holiday season. These are important things you need to know. Um, so I will save this for us so that we can post that. But moving right along, uh, Pitsy. Speaking of lists. Should we get to your power rankings? Oh, let's just do it. I have it all up here on the notes app. We didn't go pen and paper today. They are brought to you by our pals over at Dubby Energy. that keeps Pitsy and myself energized all football season long, all year long. Uh, Dubby's the best in the game. Pitsy, you want to know something cool? Dubby has an app now. Oh, you download oh, Dubby app, shit. and there's exclusive Dubby merchandise by downloading the app that you can purchase. Uh, it's clean energy. Coffee fruit extract, no jitters, no crash, delicious flavors. Uh, and 2024 is allegedly the year that they are coming out with their carbonated canned energy. Drink. I saw that. I saw that they were having people go to the lab to test it out. So Which, when I see that, it. I just think of the Dexter's Laboratory meme where he's walking all big. It's back to the lab again. <laughs> Banger of a show. Yes. Um, so... Go to W.GG and clean up your energy game with no jitters, no crash. Those delicious flavors like Beach and Peach, Big Energy Tears, Galaxy, Galaxy Grenade, Grenade, and the rest My of the favorite. lot. W.GG and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order when you go to W.GG or download the W app. Shout out to W for keeping us energized. Pitsy, I am going to give you the floor. And when I play the music, just give yourself a little three-second countdown for yourself. And you tell me, my good sir, when to hit your music. 
I think it's time to hit my music, Kyle, right now, because it's time for Pitts' power ranking. The Panthers, they won today. It might have been a shit game, but a shit kick got them the win, at the, and they take the number 10 spot. The Finns, Dolphins coming in at number 9, because, yeah, you shut out the Jets. That's great, but you shut out the Jets. All right, and it's just... Great job, but not that not that impressive. Uh, coming in at eight Wendy's, just because your food tastes great the next day. Just want to let you know that. Uh, number seven, cucumbers. I love cucumbers. They go great in every water or any drink. Great garnish. Cucumbers really came in clutch this week. Uh, number six, the Celtics. Why? Because there's no other reason why the Celtics are the balls and they're undefeated at home. That's kind of incredible. Uh, number five, Winter weddings and engagements. All right, so Kyle went to a lot of winter weddings over the past two weeks. I've seen way too many winter engagements. You know, just saying, I don't know if this, anyone knew this, but if you give an engagement gift as a present, you that's theirs. You gift it to them. So if you do break up, you can't get it back. All right, hashtag lawyered. All right, number four, Christmas parties and ugly sweaters. All right, Christmas party season's back. Ugly sweaters are in it's a, what are you gonna wear to your christmas party an ugly sweater there you go uh number three holiday express shipping i don't care how much i have to pay i want my nieces and nephews to get their presents on time and i know that you feel the same way so they are the real mvp this holiday season number two a little switcheroo actually all right jake browning coming in at the number two spot because post game he yelled into the camera after defeating the Vikings in overtime, you should have nev never fucking cut me. That's the energy everyone needs heading into 2024. And then obviously, number one, come on, it's my Motor City Kitties, baby. The Detroit Lions. Dominant win against the Broncos last night. Jared Goff helping me and Amon Robert St. Brown, both helping me in the playoff matchup fantasy. God, you got to love the Detroit Lions right now. So that was my pie ranking. So run it back for the people. Let's Give us those back. sweet rankings. Let's run it back. We got number 10, Panthers. Number 9, Dolphins. Number 8, Wendy's. Number 7, good old Cucumbers. Number 6, Celtics. Number 5, Winter Weddings and Engagements. Number 4, Christmas Parties and Ugly Sweaters. Number 3, Holiday Express Shipping. Number 2, Jake Browning. And number 1, the Motor City Kitties. There it is. Those are Pitsy's Power Rankings of the Week brought to you by W Energy. Dubby. Energy. Energy. Download that W app, guys. It's really user-friendly. I love the, the interface of it. Go download that bad boy. Uh, let's shift gears to baseball, the hot stove, or the not-so-hot stove now. Uh, it's brought to you by our pals over at FOCO. Oh, God. Love Foco, Foco. the Dude. leading, the leading fan, forever collectible spot for bobbleheads, apparel, just full-on sports merchandise. They are the best in the game. They're here to deliver the forever collectibles. And Pitsy, I feel like you and I need to splurge and get the big Dom starter pack and get the velour track suits. I think we really need to. I mean, I my may mine may be a Patriots one. I think you'd look Boston? good in the Lions one too. Oh, don't ooh that blue ooh. I just seen you know what? 
It doesn't matter what it is at this point. I just need a velour tracksuit. That's right? what it comes down to. It just looks That's so comfortable. I need, I don't know if I want the Kelly green or the midnight green. Either way, I know I'm going to look fucking amazing in a velour tracksuit. You will too. Get your Jason Kelsey bobbleheads. Get your Santa hats. They got the captain's hats that Pitsy is going to be getting soon. Uh, oh, Foco is the best. They are the best in the game. You guys saw me all Phillies postseason long rocking my overalls. They've got Eagles overalls for you in both Kelly Green and Midnight Green. Go check out everything they have to offer. Our link is in the description. When you support our advertisers, you're supporting us. Foco is the best in the game. Click the link in the description. Get everything you need for this holiday season from Foco. Gear up for the postseason with the birds. Plus, they got some awesome stuff on there that, like, you're not going to find anywhere else. Shout out to Foco. Uh, But Pitsy Shohei Otani, our guy. Shohei Otani. I know I talked about this last week, Matt, and I talked about it this week on Wednesday, but I wanted to get your thoughts on Shohei turning heel and going to the Dodgers. It's a brilliant move by the Dodgers. Keeps him in L.A., I mean, he's just a Hollywood attraction in himself, and he's going to just make that. That Dodgers team's going to be filthy. Mookie, him. I just. Well, I said this last week. The it's Dodgers, while they have talent, Freddie Freeman, Mookie, Shohei, they don't scare me in particular because they are a team that, sure, they'll win 115, 120 games in a regular season. Get it done in the playoffs. They cannot get it done and, in the playoffs. Sure, they traded for Tyler Glass now. Who's the most injury-prone pitcher in the last five years in baseball? Tyler Glass now. He's got Glass in his name. And I love Tyler Glass now. He's one of my favorite players that has never yeah, played for the Phillies. I saw your tweets. Yeah, I saw your tweet. Clayton Kershaw, perennially injured. Walker Bueller coming off of Tommy John surgery. Dustin May coming off of Tommy John surgery. They are just always injured in the pitching rotation. Their bullpen stinks. Otani can't pitch for them next year because he's got Tommy John surgery. The, the Dodgers have pieces. They don't have a team. Mm, okay. And as somebody who is a Phillies fan who went and got pieces for their team in Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto, it didn't come to fruition until you built a team with those guys. You can go and get mm-hmm. pieces all you want, but if it's not a team, you're not going to win. No, yeah, you're right. Um, it's gonna be fascinating to see how Otani plays out in LA with the Dodgers now instead of the Angels. Um But I don't know. Like the Dodgers right now, like sure, they went and got Otani. They got glass now. Prove that you can get it done in the playoffs. It's and gonna it's be it's like... going to be so great when the Dodgers lose in the first round of the playoffs, too. That's the thing, and they you Talk about playoff, get pieces. Shohei's never even been to a playoff. And he's the alleged, not alleged, he is, but best player in the world. And he's never been to a playoff. And I don't know, if you're the Dodgers, wouldn't you want to go get a guy with experience? And the best part is, the best part is, Shohei Otani, obviously, the deferrals in his contract are absurd. Oh, dude, this contract is do you, know the, wild. do you know the best part about it, though, Pitts? The what? deferrals start in 2034 and go through 2043. Oh, I, yep. Say it. 
The passing Same. of the torch happens, baby. It goes from Bobby Bonilla Day to Shohei Otani Day, baby. I Let's can't wait. Go. I, I love that some sort of torch is being passed. I I love those contracts because the best is t- seeing a tweet or something. that's like, it's Bobby Bonilla Day. And it's just like, yeah, they owe him that much money. And how long has it been since he's strapped on a uniform? Like, unbelievable. It's so great. It's so great. Um, Phillies haven't done much, you know, kind of sitting quiet waiting for something to to happen um i saw today not that he's a phillies target per se but cody bellinger is apparently seeking 200 million dollars he's such a colorado rocky it's not even funny cody um, bellinger yeah he had a great year last year great bounce back year with the cubs 200 um, million though yeah he's such a rocky that's if the rockies are gonna pay him let him let him do it um, not much has transpired after Otani. I thought a lot more would happen once the Otani domino got tipped over. Yeah. It's kind of stalled and kind of happens around this time of year. Holidays kind of stall everything. So mm-hmm. we'll probably see more movement post new year. Um, Philly still need a closer. Sure. They need some bullpen help. They need a left fielder. What so, about Yamamoto? Yamamoto. Yamamoto, Yoshi, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. That is such a sick name. The Yoshimoto uh, Yamamoto. He's apparently meeting with the Yankees and Mets for a second time, which well, makes I don't me want, want to be a Yankee. Gouge my eyeballs out. I um, hate the Yankees. The bro. Phillies did have a meeting with Yamamoto, though. At a meeting, we were on the list. We got right, into the we got into the club. We laughed inside the club. Yeah, but you didn't get into the VIP suite. Right. We're still waiting to see how it all plays out. I would love for him to spurn the Yankees or the Mets and come to the Phillies. My God, would it be awesome to have him on this team? There's no player or no team, I mean, that I hate more in all professional sports than I do the Yankees. And if they get him, that will just piss me off so much, especially with how the Red Sox have done legitimately nothing. Over this time, it's just like we're just sitting on our thumbs and spinning. That's just what it feels like. Wee! <laughs> Fucking, let's go. We got what's his face now? I don't. I forget Seth his Lugo. name. What? No. Didn't you sign who's... Seth Lugo? No. The who's the guy that we took over for Chime Bloom? Oh, uh, I can't I, think of his yeah, name. I know who you're talking about. But, like, he's done nothing in the meantime. Traded for Dugo. Yeah, to the Yankees. He looks weird was, without a beard. Dude, the, I hate that rule. I it's hate the stupidest, that rule. It's the stupidest quote-unquote rule in sports. Oh, my God. I hate it that they all have to be clean-shaven. It's so like, archaic and dumb. Oh, and, and that's why I hate them. They're just so corporate, so prim and proper, and their fans are the complete fucking opposite. Like it just—it's nonsense, but not in the good sense. I would never play for the Yankees. I would never get rid of this. Do do you do you ever hear my reasoning of why I believe Ken Griffey Jr. would have been the greatest Red Sox of all time, and it has nothing to do with his playing ability? Why? Because he was said he's had a quote either in an interview or whatever that if he was drafted by the Yankees, he would have retired or quit professional baseball. He would have done everything in his power to never play for the Yankees. 
That is a Red Sox through and through. I'm sorry. You would have fit in great here. And that's why I'm not even saying, oh, the hitting and all that. No, like passion alone, that would have driven and made him such a better Red Sox where they would have had so much more success. So, yeah. Market's kind of dry right now. Um, We'll see how everything plays out there. Uh, But let's shift gears to the hardwood as the Philadelphia 76ers are hooping. And it's brought to you by our pals over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. You guys see me rocking the brand new Kenwood Beer hat that you can get at their website. We also got the pint glasses here that are absolutely beautiful. Those are wicked nice. Kenwood Beer, it's 4.1% ABV, just 120 calories, only 8 grams of carbs. You can go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Finder to see who's got Kenny's on tap in the Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Maryland, and New Jersey areas. You can also get it at your local liquor store. Must be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Pitsy, the Sixers are hooping. They're tied with the Milwaukee Bucks for second place in the Eastern Conference at 18-7 and seven on the year. And they are just eviscerating teams left and right right now. As uh, here, Here's the scores that are past a couple of games. They... Dating back to this is since losing to the Celtics with the hospital Sixers on December 1st. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, December 6th, they beat the Wizards 131 to 126. Mm-hmm. Friday, December 8th, they beat the Atlanta Hawks 125 to 114. And then it gets rolling. Their last four games look like this they beat the Wizards 146 to 101, they beat the wow. Pistons 129 to 111. Oh, poor, poor Detroit. Then they beat the Pistons in Philly, 124 to 92. And then last night, as we record this Sunday night, Saturday night, down in Charlotte, they eviscerated the Charlotte Hornets, 135 to 82. (laughs) What? Dude, what, what were they playing on rookie or something? That Joel a- Embiid had forty-two Weird. points, fifteen rebounds, three assists, and didn't play in the fourth quarter. Wow! Wow! He is on a That's- streak of not having to play in the fourth quarter. It's insane. The game against the Wizards that they won, uh, one forty-six to one hundred one. All 15 players on the Sixers roster scored a point. Oh, that's awesome. I love when it's that shit happens. It's the fourth time in NBA history that that has happened. All four times have included the Philadelphia 76ers. In some capacity? In some capacity, one way or the other. That's that's interesting. In NBA history. Three times it happened in 2021, and then it happened this year. Wow. That's wild. That see, I love when everyone gets involved. The Sixers really are nice. hooping. They are so fun. The vibes yeah. are immaculate. Pat Bev on the Pat Bev podcast with Roan uh, talked about how like the energy and just the aura around the team is second to none. He said it's so fun to come to work right now. It's an environment where you want to go to work. Everyone should feel like that. He said, you know, we we're playing. 
in practice, the the second team is Pat Bev, Marcus Morris, Kelly Oubre. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else he listed in the. the oh, clip. Um, Kelly Oubre, Marcus, Robert Morris, Covington, and Covington. Paul Reed. B-ball Paul. That's the second team playing against the ones in practice. That's a pretty damn good second team. That is a pretty good second team. Sixers are hooping right now. The vibes are immaculate. They play the Bulls on Monday night in South Philly. By the time you guys are listening to this, you have a little bit of time left, but we are giving away two tickets courtesy of uh, one of our awesome listeners, Jay, who gave us tickets to give away uh, that you could Shout be Jay. at the game watching the Sixers play the Bulls. Uh, and then Pitsy on Wednesday night, the Sixers play the horniest team in basketball, the Timberwolves. Dude, they need to chill the fuck out. They are so horny online. It's unbelievable. Um, but the vibes are amazing right now. The Sixers are playing great basketball. They're playing fun basketball, and they are destroying opponents. Um, and like you mentioned, uh, you know, poor Pistons. Poor, poor Pistons. Dude, so sad. Are you showing me this tweet now? Let's go. I saved this for the pod. Oh, I'm so happy. I saw a tweet. This comes from uh, at Golden State on Twitter. The L is an I. So it's Golden State. Um, Detroit Pistons fans on Reddit are going insane. This is Detroit Pistons. Reddit. This is from a month ago, by the way. And they still haven't. They still haven't won. For context for everybody, the Detroit Pistons are 2-24 and 24 on the season. Just abysmal. Here's a post. <laughs> are you ready, Pat? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. This comes from user no-elk-32 on Reddit. Pistons okay. Reddit. In parentheses, I want to put this here. This is all hypothetical in this post. This is the the title of the post. Should the Pistons kill five of their players to initiate a disaster draft? There's so many. There's there's just a... I don't know. Oh, that is that is a hell. That that is talk about being down bad. Um, we, we down the even lower than the underground. That is terrible. The NBA disaster draft is a contingency plan to be used when five or more players on a team have died or have been dismembered. Dismembered. In the draft, the team whose players died will be able to draft the amount of players from other teams equivalent to how many they had lost. Other teams, though, are only allowed to protect five players from being drafted, but many teams have had have good six men that are available, with the Pistons having made no progress in the last few years under Troy Weaver and immensely underperforming relative to expectations this year. We could just kill two-way players and bench scrubs like James Wiseman to fill out those five kills to get the disaster draft. Also, according to Bill Simmons, the team would also get the first pick in next year's draft. Now this draft class is weak, so I could understand their hesitancy and being a repeat offender. Yeah, that's, that is that's... killing five players on your team on two separate occasions could raise some eyebrows, but they could still greatly improve them, no doubt. Pistons fans are going through it. 
Dude, that is that is the saddest thing I've heard in all of sports. To have a disaster draft and then saying the draft class is bad, so you may want to hold off on it. It's just an unbelievable Maniacally reason. insane. That Maniacally. person belongs in an institution that posted that. Yeah, dude, that is that like I I mean, I, I've had some thoughts about the Patriots this year. That nowhere near that, no, though, brother. No. Oh my god, I just questioned my fandom. That was it. That was all it was. It's just a questioning fandom. This man is just questioning mortality. <laughs> like, just ridiculous, bro. Like, how down bad do you have to be? Like, seek help. Seek help. That's why Reddit is just the dark web of the internet. Ugh, I couldn't believe when I saw that. Oh my god, dude. The comments on that must be just out of this world. That is un- unbelievable. At least Sixers oh, are hooping. We're not in that state with the Sixers. Thank Christ. I, I, I'm i happy. You know, thank God, Kyle. Good thank grief. God we're not there. Uh, so oh, the Sixers keep hooping Monday night. We're giving away those tickets. Uh, that The cutoff is noon Eastern time on Monday, December 18th, 2023. It's on our Twitter. Go enter that bad boy. And be at the Sixers game. Uh, let's move to the ice. The ice, the ice, the, the ice. The Philadelphia Flyers, Pitsy. They're hashtag good. They're good. They're hashtag good. The Flyers are in you. second place all by themselves in the Metropolitan Division. They take down the Detroit Red Wings on Saturday night, 1-0. to zero. They're on an eight-game point streak. I mean, I'm here to tell everyone right now the Flyers might be good. They might be. If they're second, I mean, that's not too bad, not too shabby. They're in second place in the Metropolitan Division. They have 37 points, only behind the New York Rangers, who have 43. They have the fourth most points of any team in the Eastern Conference, only behind said Rangers, your Boston Bruins, who also have 43 points. Mm -hmm. Um, The Toronto Maple Leafs and the Florida Panthers, who both have 30 excuse me, 38 points, uh, respectively. And the Flyers have 37, the Islanders have 36, and the Hurricanes have 35. Pitsy, we might have, we might have, uh, it is a new era of orange and black. Wasn't it supposed to be a rebuild year? It was supposed to be a rebuild, no expectations type of hockey. And I'll tell you what, the no expectations are thriving. You got players. You got players in post game interviews talking about how, oh yeah, we hear people saying like they don't want us to win. That fuels us. Yeah, you can't. That's nightmare fuel to them, man. It's yeah, great. Nightmare fuel. They're playing great hockey. I talked about this. Like they don't have a face of the team really, which I think is good for this organization. Where for years it was obviously Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek, uh, and before that, like you had Mike Richards and and Jeff Carter and. Now it's just kind of like the the veterans are the complementary pieces to these young guys that are just playing out of their minds. Like our guy, Bobby Brink, how you doing? Um, They're playing good hockey, man. It's crazy to see them Mm. performing this way. The fact that in February we could be talking about the Flyers being buyers at the trade deadline rather than sellers is nuts. That would be insane. The Flyers have two very good goalies, Carter Hart, Sam Erson. Sam Erson's three, dude, Sam Erson is 3-0 in shootouts this year. 
That's insane. The Flyers that's... are winning in shootouts. Yeah, that's the other insane aspect of that is that the Flyers are actually winning shootouts. It's not only just winning that games. It never happens. Oh, Three insane. years ago, Flyers fans were going pitchforks to try to get the shootout banned because it was a, a skills competition event. Which, like, low-key is. It is. I still think it's dumb. It is. It's dumb. I think it's a dumb way to end a, end a game. But but the Flyers yeah, got the, the Devils on the road on Tuesday. Devils stink this year. They stink. Devils stink. Then they got the Predators at home on Thursday. And then they go to Detroit on Friday. And then they wrap up the year with a West Coast road trip at Vancouver, at Seattle, at Calgary. Which, for context, for those teams in the West, Vancouver, pretty good team. That'll be a good litmus test. They're okay. second in the Pacific Division. Calgary, that'll be another good test. They're uh, fourth in the Pacific Division, and the Kraken are fifth in the Pacific Division. Like Those two should be winnable games. Vancouver is going to be a good test, I think, to kind of see where we are going into the new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everything else? You just you deal with it where it's at, and I mean you got Nashville coming in as well. Uh, which where are they here? I mean Flyers lost to Nashville. I want to say in overtime. Was that in overtime? Yeah, overtime last Tuesday, three to two. So you get you get a chance to get your lick back there uh, against Nashville, who they're fourth in the Central Division in the West. So. Flyers are playing good hockey, man. They're playing good hockey, and it's good fun. Hockey. It's fun, and I don't know. I'm getting crazy ideas of sitting out in the cold and doing a live podcast in Philly for the Flyers playoffs, even though it'll be warm by then. But even doing one in the wintertime, I think, would be kind of wild. I think you still. I think it's worth it at this point. If they play, put out there. If they play, we'll do it. I got to see. When is the stadium series? Because the Flyers are playing in that this year. At the Prudential Center. It's like, uh, where is it at? Where is it at? Where are they playing this year? I don't. It's not the Prudential Center because it's out. That's indoors. Um, game one is Flyers and Devils. But where are they playing the game? Oh, they're playing at MetLife. Oh, beautiful. February 17th. Take a look. At okay. The Let's take a look at the old count. It's two months from now. Into the yeah, I'll be into the new year. It's a Saturday. Should we should we set a goal for subscribers? Yeah, to do we it. Hit, if we hit a certain goal, we'll tailgate and we'll do a live podcast before the stadium. I think it's worth it. Yeah. If we hit a thousand right. subscribers. A thousand. That's a good number. If we good hit one thousand subscribers, here's the official announcement. If we hit a thousand subscribers. Before the stadium series. It's got to happen before the stadium series. What, yes. what should we set the date by? A week before? Yeah, a week before. Is a good, that's a good number. So if we if we hit it... No, here's here's the good benchmark. Podcast anniversary, February 7th. Boom, there it is. If we hit 1,000 subscribers before February 7th, 2024, we will gather a gaggle of goons... From Underground Sports Philadelphia and adjacent, some friends of the adjacent, program, maybe. Absolutely. And we will go to MetLife Stadium, we'll tailgate, and we'll do a live podcast 
in the parking lot of MetLife Stadium before Flyers Devils. I think it's pretty smart. I think that's that's a good benchmark, good goal. I think to be the gauntlet has been thrown to the subscribers, to the listeners, the to the people let's of go, Underground Sports the, Philadelphia. Let's go, peeps! Make it happen. You can make this happen. Let's see if you do. One thousand subscribers by our anniversary date. Which right now, for context, as we're recording this episode, we're currently six seventy nine, which means. Got to get a couple hundy. Need 321 subscribers before February 7th, which would be an all-time record for us. That would be a record, but that's what 2024 is all your, about, breaking it's records. in your hands. Let's make it happen. We'll do a whole live podcast, tailgate pod, before the stadium series up at MetLife. Maybe we we'll drag it. Stephen McAvoy out because the Rangers and Islanders play in the second game. Oh, no, you have to drag Steve. Steve's got to be there. That's got to be some of a staple. So we'll make we'll see if we can make that. Should we try and call Steve now? And you think his... he's up? Let's see. I'll send him. A... Uh, he just texted in the getting the whole group chat. So I'm going to call him. Yeah, call him out right now. See what he's about. Let's see. Let's see. Where is he at? Here we go. Let's call call the big guy. Yo. Hey, you're live on Underground Sports Philadelphia right now. Oh shit. Um <laughs> so we we <laughs> it's myself and Mr. Patty Pitts. Champ uh, of the Peeps, God. baby. All right. So we just threw a gauntlet down to our subscribers and our listeners on the show. Right. That if we hit one thousand subscribers on the main YouTube channel by February seventh, which is the podcast anniversary. Oh, the, day after the, the, the day after my birth. Look at that. Correct. What a great if way. If we hit 1,000 subscribers by February 7th, 2024, we will trek up to East Rutherford, New Jersey on February 17th and do a live tailgate podcast before the stadium series. Oh, my goodness. Now, wow. there, there are two games the stadium series that are happening. Yes. Your New York Rangers are playing the New York Islanders the day after. Yes. And I will be there in attendance, freezing my, my cojones off. So we were wondering that if this happens, would you attend said tailgate podcast the day before with us? So there it is. There it is. So tell the people to subscribe, Stevie Mac. Subscribe to underground sports Philadelphia. Also, I'm going to give myself a, a, Shameless plug shout out because I said, Of course, you are. So, get the hole is like really cool. Uh, golf's awesome. Um, so yeah, follow us as well. Get in the hole pod. You know, let me tell you, uh, the Jonas Brothers are actually performing before, I think, before and at halftime or well, between periods in what uh, game the Devils and the Flyers. Yep, but I think the pregame concert is outside of the stadium. There you go. So you'd have a live tailgate podcast with Underground Sports Philadelphia and the Joe Bros. I mean, like Nick Jonas is hot. Like I watched their show at Barclays Center, and oh my goodness, was I fangirling? He's the band. I've seen Nick Jonas twice live. He is a smoke show. But Kevin Jonas is probably the best one because he kind of just like sits in the corner, plays the guitar, and like doesn't want to be 
the limelight. Joe Jonas spent four and a half minutes. Obviously, you know the story how he uh, how he's divorcing Sophie Turner and how Taylor Swift is like on her side. It's a whole fiasco. But basically, watched Joe Jonas for four and a half minutes hump everything to cake by the ocean. To, to say that my fiance was flipping a shit literally, like I was to the point that I was drowning myself out in my beer. I mean, dude, you're just getting cucked nice by Joe Jonas. Next to me, that was just sucking face. So I was like between rock and a hard place, literally. Pitsy said you were getting cucked by Joe Jonas. You're just getting. Basically, yes. <laughs> it was not a pretty sight. That's incredible, bro. Can the people hear me? Yeah. Oh, yes. What? Well, yeah. That's <laughs> your, uh, your daily dose of Stevo Entertainment for the for the for the Stevie <laughs> after dark. <laughs> Oh my god, don't even get me started. I'm literally laying in bed and like contemplating work tomorrow. Don't yeah, what, what, yeah, what are you wearing? <laughs> Pitts asked what you're wearing. What are you wearing? Um, yeah, I say skivvies. it. I <laughs> <laughs> got a good laugh out of him. That got a good laugh. If you want to get specific, uh, it's a pair of Steve's underwear, three quarter briefs. Hey, you did it. Hey, you said it. Target or on Amazon. I had a board. Dude, no free just... ads, but there we go. <laughs> no free ads, but, but if Pair of Thieves wants to uh, sponsor me, at the end of the day, they're way better than any other pair of underwear I've ever worn. There you have it. So there it is. The gauntlet's been thrown. By February 7th, we need to get to 1,000 subscribers for us to do a stadium series live tailgate podcast uh, because the Flyers seem legit. The Devils stink. Uh, the Jonas Brothers and Stephen McAvoy will be at the game the day after to watch his New York Rangers and New York Islanders, and that means he'll be at the tailgate podcast the day before to kick everything off for himself. So long as you supply me with endless Kennys, then I will be there, and I will be absolutely gone. Oh, you know Kennys will be flowing because it's available in New Jersey now. I might be forced to jump through a table even though, even though Bills aren't in town. We're not in that life. It's a football stadium. It I works. Think you gotta do it. I think you gotta so do there it, it is. All right, brother, appreciate you hopping on, and uh, you're now part of the Gauntlet Challenge. As always, I really want to be a part of these uh, these phone calls. I feel like I provide a very fun individuality when it's only me getting to spew shit for five minutes. <laughs> we'll we'll have the Stevie Mac hotline ready to rumble whenever uh, I, I thought we had needed. no callers in. Please call show. me whenever. I I'm just, always around. <laughs> All right, buddy. Peace out. No callers. He's, he's an employee. He's a, he's, a, um, yeah. he's a guest appearance. It's not. Dude, it's sound not... like he was burning up for Joe Jonas, though. Jesus <laughs> he got Christ. cut by Joe Jonas in an all-time line. We're making he's... that a quote card. <laughs> he got cut by Joe Jonas. So there it is. Stevie Mac is going to be part of the Stadium Series gauntlet. Um, we'll make that happen. I think that would be a grand old time and uh, just an absolute joyous occasion to celebrate six years of underground sports Philadelphia with the Flyers being fucking good again, baby. I can't. Um, I really can't. Speaking of the Flyers, I think it's time for a little brinkin', a little bonkin', and a little bumpin'. It's Brink Bonk Bump, brought to you by Trophy Smack. Fantasy playoffs are here. Pitsy's in playoffs in one of his leagues. I'm in the playoffs in my longtime league. Uh, as I am currently sweating out, moving on to the semifinals. I need Lamar Jackson to get his shit together in these final four minutes and 34 seconds for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, 
Otherwise, I'm going to have to be relying on Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, and or DK Metcalf tomorrow night. But you can upgrade your fantasy smack talk by going to trophysmack.com slash underground and upgrading your league's trophies by getting a trophy, metal wall art, a belt, a ring, a turnover chain. Plus, they got last place awards as well. That's trophysmack.com slash underground to upgrade your fantasy smack talk today. Pitsy, let's let's do a little brink, bonk, and bump for the people. How we feeling? How you doing? Keep it moving. Who is your brink of the week? Um, I'm going to have to go with my brink of the week. It's uh, I have a couple in here. Can you go first? I need I need a little I need a little. Ooh, my brink of the week. I have is, the other two. That's the thing. Who is money this week? Money, 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 money. My brink of the week. You know, it's gonna go to the married man. Tyler Steinbrand is my brink of the week. He was money. Looked absolutely mint in his in his suit and his bow tie and the wedding vibes were great. The man, the myth, the legend, Tyler Braun. Gets my brink of the week. All right, I'm gonna go my brink of the week. Uh, oh, on top of that too, my boy Tyler Steinbrunn, he's in a band, Polaroid Fade. Shout out to them. Check them out. They just got their first record deal. Hey, let's go! Huge. We love hearing that type of news. I'll go my brink then. Uh, I was at dinner last night with my cousin uh, and that, that part of the family. Uh, they're up from Cal- California, Carolina, South Carolina. And her husband, he knows I'm a Lions guy, and he had a parlay going, and he only needed the Lions over to hit. And boy, howdy, did it hit. So he took that. I'm giving him Brink. I'll I'll give Preston as my Brink of the Week. Cousin Preston. Cousin Preston, Brink of the Week. Betting on my motorcycle kitties. Who's your Bonk of the Week? Who was Oh, my God. Here we go. All right, I have it up here. See, I even got the interactive pen. I think we're gonna phone. we're gonna name the bong. It is the Brazilian Timberwolves bonk of the week. <laughs> Brazilian. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's such a good. I mean, here we go. It's at Mia the Bandit with two T's. Uh, she tweeted out on December fifteenth, sending booty pics to whoever interacts with this. Um, I'm sorry that might that just we need to stop any of that going on why like because you know the amount of cesspool individuals that are going to just respond to that i would do it as a joke be like oh whatever but no i couldn't even do it to this one because then like they're gonna take it serious and you're gonna think no we gotta stop this shit all right so at me or maya how do you spell it m-i-a hold on fuck where you go uh m-i-a T or the and then bandit but then have two t's got it uh my bonk of the week it's a very funny bonk of the week uh because he's hilarious and his tweets just always kill me when they pop up on the timeline he's also a philly wooder dogs guy because he got his care package from the pll uh big uh i think his big content guy is mm-hmm, his twitter it. handle whenever any of any picture of Sydney Sweeney pops up on the timeline. Whenever just a very attractive celebrity pops up on the timeline or anything, he is the one that quote tweets it with like the UFC fighters getting knocked out, or, like, the, <laughs> f- 
who are the football yeah. players like down on the ground. Like yeah, that's yeah. his quote tweet reaction. It's the funniest bonk. Like you're getting bonk, but in the funniest way. His shit just kills me. Like I'm gonna find one of his most recent uh, tweets because I laugh every single time, and it is just truly, truly hilarious. Like his his profile picture, I believe, is his face. It could be somebody else, but it's a face photoshopped on Bobby Petrino when he was in like the neck guard and when he got in the car accident. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was yeah, sleeping yeah. with his mistress. Yeah. Well, bonk. Um, so, I mean, for context, his pin tweet is him quoting, saying, quoting this just so I can pin it. It's a tweet of Roddy White, former NFL wide receiver. I'm watching The Matrix and Neil and Infinity are having sex. It's such an emotional moment. Sometimes I forget it's a movie. That in and of itself could be a bonk. Yeah, what? That's bonk. That's a tweet boy. from 2011 from Roddy White, by the way. <laughs> Like, I'm going to send you... Oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm going to send you his most recent tweet. Big content guy. Quote tweeting a picture of Sydney Sweeney. Let me know when... Well, I'm sure I'll know when you get it, but... Oh, you will. It has delivered and it's been opened. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, bro. Yeah. His tweets just crack me up. It's just hits oh it hits pitsy who is your bump of the week who's got to take a seat oh booger mcfarland sit your (laughs) ass down um dude the fact that he on uh nationally televised pregame or postgame show whatever it was um talking about playing in the rain how and how if you just gotta go to the bathroom just let it flow because you're already wet down there anyways all right, I get it, big brain. I'm all about that style of thinking. But let's just keep some ideas to ourselves, all right? Like, let's just – let's not go in there because that is just – that's a secret, okay? There are just certain things that you just got to keep secret and that are useful and that you don't want to get out for the rest of the world because then the rest of the world becomes more chaotic than your brain. And you need to just keep that to yourself. I don't want to know that Booger McFarland pisses his pants when he plays football in the rain. I just don't need to know that. That's fair. Um, My bump of the week is that scumbag, that loser, Colby Covington, the MMA fighter, who's just like sucks Donald Trump's dick like no other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lost his fight this week. Hilarious. He's got a giant gash on his face doing his post-game interview his post-fight interview with joe rogan mm-hmm. saying i didn't even get scratched in this fight i thought i won the fight he showed the lulu as the kids say uh that he needs to take a seat and just be done go away go into the shadows of the dark web and never show your face again you fucking loser yeah we don't need any of that any of that in here so there it is our brink our bonk and our bumps of the week our brinks are relative to ourselves mr tyler braun and cousin preston our bonks of the week our twitter handles at big content guy and at me of the bandit with two t's and then our bumps colby covington and booger mcfarland which oddly enough two athletes we're on the same page we're on the same look brain wave links there look at that i love that we're on that same wave we're riding that wave we're on that wave so there's the brink bonk bump of the week pitsy i think it's time to spin the wheel all right 
Um, oh, I've been hot. Uh, pull up the the results that we've had so far in the three wheel spins that have occurred on this show. I'm in. If you listening or watching at home think we should like make the wheel colors designated for something or whatever it may be, let us know let in us the know. YouTube comment section. Pulling up the wheel. So, the colors that have been correct. Magenta, blue, and green have been spun. Pitsy is on a two-spin streak where he's gotten blue and green correct. I have yet to get a correct spin. Pitsy, uh, what is your color of the week? Um, and for everybody at home, if you're new, it's red, blue, green, yellow, magenta, and purple. I'm going red. I'm going um, red. And for everybody, Pitsy has guessed green, blue, green. So this is his first red guess ever. I have guessed red, green, purple. I am going to... I'm going to guess blue. I'm going to guess blue. So Pitsy, you've got red. I've got blue. And we are going to spin the wheel. In three, two, one. What did you guess? Red. There's simply no way. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go! There's simply no way you're... How are you doing this? I Sorcery, need answers. bitch. I'm a wizard. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I need answers. This is absurd. Dude, I'm I'm a wizard. You just you can't. Um, this is this, what's up. This is why I'm the champ, Kyle. Like absolutely <laughs> insane, bro. That's so funny. You're on a three spin streak. Damn right, baby. What's up? What's How up? is he doing this? How? How? I just. I just... How is Pitts doing this? Wrong answers only. YouTube comments. <laughs> Wrong answers only. I need to know. That'd be so funny. I am flabbergasted. There's simply... The weirdest part is it has never landed on the same color twice so far. I don't know what kind of math I'm... I don't know. The only Just... colors that have not been spun are purple and yellow. Mm. Okay. Magenta, blue, green, red have been spun. This is... This is insane. Will I ever get the wheel correct? Find out next uh, that was on Dragon cool. Ball Z. That was, pre that was pretty cool. <sighs> that was pretty cool. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitsy at Pat underscore Pitts on Twitter and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and threads. Subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. Goes a long way for helping us continue to hit milestones and uh, keeps bringing the show awesome, awesome content for you guys. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel where we just threw down a gauntlet for this show that we will do a live tailgate podcast on February 17th, 2024, 
if we get to 1,000 subscribers by February 7th, 2024. That's all you got to do. Stevie Mac will be in attendance. I will be there. We'll figure out whoever else is going to be there. But subscribe. We're at 679 subscribers right now. Need to get to 1,000 by the time our anniversary rolls around. Let's make it happen. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Smash the like button. Ring the bell icon. Comment down below how Pitsy is getting all these wheels correct and everything else that we talked about on the show. Get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground for 10% off your orders. And, of course, this show is presented by the City of Vineland. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The City's Economic Development Department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process, and their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Also, for the real ones who have listened this far, we got a mini update on up to something season. Stay tuned. How you doing? Keep it moving. Let's rock and roll. This has been a two-hour extravaganza episode 595 of Underground Sports yeah, Philadelphia that included power outages, Pitsy getting the wheel three straight times, and a whole lot more. We'll talk to you Wednesday, hopefully talking about an Eagles win against the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. It's Go Birds, Bang Bang Bird Gang, Pencil Pusher Gang with Matt Patricia now. We're getting the heck up out of here, and we are signing off. Peace. I'm looking